Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Drinks with Dan, brought to you by the Sideline Network. As always, I am your host, Dan Coleman, and alongside me, I have public frenemy number one, the only Mr. Richo Fernie. Richo, how are you, sir? What's up, buddy? It's been a long time coming, man. Finally You've been on. Talking about this for a long time, and I, seriously. And uh, I feel like we had to do it. You know, like I said, you're my public frenemy. I'm a hundred percent, hundred percent. Number one public friend of me. I don't know how yeah. we are. I don't know how we're sitting in across the screens doing this right now, but here we are. Well, across the screens the safest. We can't be, you know, especially if we're gonna. I see a, I see a star in the background. You know, nope. I can't be around that into your studio. Uh, you can't be in mine because it's drenched in green. Um, yep. Nope. Nope. Not gonna happen. So this is this is the closest we can do. You know what I mean? But yeah. That is very fair. In fact, our, our hatred is so so far that when you see me in a Cowboys jersey, you refuse to even give me a hug. Like, I'm, I'm kind of upset about it. <laughs> I can't touch. I can't. You know what happens? It burns me. That's why. I get burned. It hurts. I don't like that feeling. I just don't. That, I, I, this is my people. First off, I want to say thank you for having me on. Um, but I, I will always have – I mean, because you and I, we go way back, you know, a bit more obviously for uh, the LaValle side of things. Uh, you know, LaValle is always like the – He's like the sun. He everything revolves around him. It works. It works perfectly with his big ego too. He likes that. He likes being the center of attention. Sure. Um, but uh, I don't know why I, I even like threw that little shade at him. I don't know where I was going with this. Anyway, my favorite story with us, by the way, is what I was just gonna get into. Do was, it. Come on. Was the most recently when we went to uh, tacos and tequilas. Oh god. But my favorite thing. This is how good our friend our. our how deep it goes, this frenemy-ness that we have, okay? And, you know, we both go, you take me, thank you again, mm-hmm. uh, to tacos and tequila at Foxwoods. We have tequilas. We didn't really have tacos. We just had tequila. We didn't have any tacos. I don't think we had any yeah. tacos there. I think it was just – No, because we got pizza. We got pizza after, right? We did go to CPK after. So let's, let's start from the top. So I get these tickets to go to Foxwoods. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, my wife's working. Right. You got nothing to do this day. Let's go. We'll go out and have fun. So, go out. Hold on. I got, I got to crack this open real quick. There it is. Got to get that nice crack. Uh, I got the Gansett, you know? I was going to say, got to tell everybody what you're drinking. This is the, the nice classic, the famous Narragansett uh, lager. Nice and cheap, but does the job right. You get six, a six-pack of Tall Boys for six fifty. You can't beat that. Dollar a beer. You can't be a high, high neighbor on the side of it. Come on now. That's a friendly beer. Today's, uh, I guess today's beer for me is brought to you by Downey Cider. I'm, st- I'm keeping it light today because I got to work in a few hours and I don't want right. to be like, really hung over. So I think this is the best way to do it. I feel you. All right. Well, cheers, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Let's do this. So tacos and tequilas while drinking beer. Let's talk about it. Get it. So we go to Foxwoods. And we pick up the tickets, and we go into this – it's in a ballroom, like a giant ballroom. Yeah. We walk in, and was the first thing we saw the bull? Um, you know, there were so many sensations going on. I mean, there, there were lights. There was the bull. The mariachi was, band. The mariachi band. You know, there's um, 
just a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, they had skulls everywhere. They, I got to say, man, they did a great job over there at Foxwoods. I was 100% impressed. As someone who's a big Mohegan Sun fan, I love everything Mohegan Sun does uh, with their events. Never really been a big person for Foxwoods. I think that Foxwoods kind of just doesn't really sell to the younger or appeal to the younger crowd. I would have, I would do that nine times out of 10 every year. If I could, I think I disagree just because I wouldn't want to do that again. <laughs> See, but the, the thing is though, I would do it every year because I w- it would take me 52 weeks. Well, let's be honest, 51 weeks to get over the hangover that ensued at, by the end of the day. Uh, so that I would, be like oh yeah let's do that again that was fun and then we're doing it and then i'd be like oh my god why did we do this again every time yes we go in there and we were given a ticket for three tacos and three tequilas that was right that's it all we were given shots they gave us they gave us little taco tequila shot glasses that you're supposed to get the shots poured into and you take the shot of the tequila just to try it out and you know yeah see what you like it Richard, we had zero tacos that night. Zero. And I don't even – I don't think we can count on two hands how many shots of tequila we had that night. I, I think it's just under two. I think two hands, I mean. I, I'm, I'm almost positive we had about nine. It might have been 11. I'm not sure. But it was regard- – because the thing is, we had – I think I, w- I want to say we had nine tequila shots, and then we kept drinking later on, though. That was the problem. At least for me, that was the problem. See, I could have swore it was closer to 12 because what we did was we had the three shots of tequila and then we used our tacos for the tequila. So that was another three, right. so six. And then we started, they started like making, an, they put like one line and then they put another to make it into an X. So I'm pretty sure we had almost 12. Yeah, you might be right then. You might be right. Um, you would because, remember way more than I would because I, I, after a certain point, I don't remember. That's how good this taco tequila was. Yeah, so then we, we did that, um, and then we went to we saw this one lady, and she was like, hey, just keep coming back here. I'll just keep giving you free drinks, and we're like, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't even remember what her brand of uh, tequila was. It wasn't all that good. I remember that. It was, yeah, it was like, at first, we were like, okay, not bad, not bad. And then she was like, oh, come here, guys. I'll, I'll keep giving you more. And we're like, yeah, okay, that's okay with me. So we, we did probably two laps, and while yeah. this was going on, I'm pretty sure it was the AFC championship game. Uh, yeah. First, I'm pretty sure we watched well, – because both um, games were playing. I just don't remember which one was first. I, I definitely remember watching um, – watching – who was it? Mahomes. So, we were definitely watching Kansas City at one point, and I could have swore we were watching Brady at one point, but I could be wrong. No, nah, I don't think so. Because Brady lost the game before. He wasn't in the championship. Well, okay, so it was definitely Mahomes. I definitely remember watching Kansas City. Yeah, Mahomes played, and then, but I remember watching uh, Aaron Rodgers at some point, too. I feel like we watched Aaron Rodgers. So I don't remember if they had the later game or not. I don't remember, but that was definitely – they had that going on on the, the sides of the walls, on, like, the yeah. screen projection screens or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we were watching that, and then we, are, we were feeling pretty good. We were there for, what, maybe two hours? Yeah, probably, maybe. So we did laps there, and then we decided we were gonna we were gonna go get some real food. Yeah, we use our tacos because we use them on drinks. Right, we 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 bartered, like the Mexican way. 
That's right. We we did it. Th- my my wife would be very proud. So hey. we um we decided to make the walk of shame to go from where we were all the way to California Pizza Kitchen to go get pizza, yeah. which is like two miles away. Mm, probably closer to like a mile, but yes, far yeah. as hell. Um, far as hell, a mile when it's over. Yeah, and we were pretty not sober. Yes. So we go to CPK and we get more drinks, more food, and then after we eat the pizza, we then to go to Scorpion Ball. Right. To go watch another game. I forget who was playing that. That, that was the NFC. So that was the uh, that was Aaron the Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was that game. All right, because I definitely remember watching that, or I remember being in there and trying to watch that. We were just right. We were on the phone with Fox, which trying to have them give us a free room. We were so drunk. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like so, like that's what makes this whole thing so much fun, though, because like we both had a great fun time. You know, uh, we have a, a very strong love hate relationship with each other uh, because of our NFL alliances uh, to the point where I even tried to offer to pay a man to punch you at some point at the bar, just a stranger, <laughs> someone I never met in my life, but I was like. My friend here next to me is a Cowboys fan. I'll give you money to hit him. And, yeah, so, like, and then you take me home, like, the nice gentleman that you are, and I call you the next day all embarrassed and probably still drunk and was like, I am so sorry, by the way, for how everything. You're like, I don't even know what you're talking about, but uh, I had a fun time, so it's all good. And I was like, sweet. Yep, I remember I was, like, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, our cars are on the other side of the casino where we just walked from. I'm like, Richard is, is drunk. Like, if he stumbles and falls, I'm not going to be able to pick you up and carry you to your car. No, no way. Full disclosure, too, like, cause I don't want people thinking I'm, like, some wacko, like, alcoholic or something like that. But, I mean, it's not I, far from the truth. I had no intentions of driving. I had every intention of getting either an Uber or that we were going to win big and we were going to end up staying the night there anyway. So there was no way this dude was driving. That's just I, – I can't do that. I don't even think that we played one slot machine. We did. We oh, did. We I played, remember that. I remember slot machines. Yeah, they um, weren't nice. You played some weird, like, fish one. You were, like, fishing or something. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah I don't know why. Drinking, all I want to do is go fish. So, I mean, that's about right. <laughs> I've never been fishing before. What? Never. You go golfing, but you don't go fishing. Correct. Not sure I see what's going on here. Like, do you have you gone like kayaking? Nope. Canoeing, boating. Have nope. you been on a boat? Have you been on a boat? I've I've been on a boat um, when I was really little. <laughs> um, but then uh, trying to think about well, I've been on a ferry. You know, when I worked last year at uh, Nantucket. No, not Nantucket. Yeah, Nantucket. Um, I had to take the ferry to and from. Uh, to get to the island, but uh, but yeah, no, I've never been on. I don't know if I'd want to because I feel like if I'd want to go fishing, I want to go like deep sea, not deep sea. Like I don't want to be in the water. You know what I mean? I want to shoot a swordfishes or a marlin. That's what I want to do. A black. Well, you're not going to do that around here. That's for sure. Well, I know that. I, know I mean, that, you could go like like a tuna up in mass. Right. I, I wouldn't mind doing something like that, you know. But at the same time, like I'm also terrified. Of, like, deep waters like that. We could do this for Adam's engagement or bachelor party. Mm. 
Yeah. I would be to shoot a bunch of tuna. I mean, why not? Go get a charter boat. And go go to town out there. Bring a bunch of beer. You still got friends, don't you? Can we? Can you hook us up with some like Coast Guard friends and we just shoot them out of the helicopter? So I feel like that'd be more fun. I mean, it would be a lot more fun. I don't know if I know anybody up in Cape Cod right now. That's the nearest one to us is Cape Cod. Okay. Um, maybe we'll see. We'll see what I can do. Do you do you keep in contact with the, any Coast Guard people? I'm like turning it around. I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions now. Do it, man. I, you're gonna take over this show. It's gonna be drinks with Richo. Um, so. Um, I've had a couple of my buddies on here. Um, a person came to mind. I've had my buddy Nick on here. We've talked. Yeah. Uh, he was um, a medic with me. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else I had on here. My friend Liz is supposed to be on here. I'm not trying to figure out when she's coming on. So I keep in contact with a few of them. I'm definitely on like Facebook, Instagram, uh, things like that. See what they're up to. Um, nice. So yeah, it, it is nice. And you can see like their families grow and where they're stationed next and things like that. So um, it's definitely a lot less um it's a lot more casual now it's a lot less formal because i'm not calling them by their ranks or anything i'm just like hey man that's awesome good for you <laughs> right yeah especially once, can, like, once they all get out it's like i ain't calling you sir no more nope right happening. <laughs> so, you're a regular person now you ain't you ain't a chief anymore you are civilian right. just like me what's up bro <laughs> that's hilarious i can't imagine like doing any type of like merit military thing and then like the switch back into like the real world or whatever you want to call it, who you could argue that that's the real world. You know what I mean? I, I will say a lot of people do have trouble adjusting. I was kind of lucky, but um, some people do. And that's where you see a lot of like veteran suicide rate is like 22 a day or something. It's super crazy high. What? Yeah, like 22 veterans a day can commit suicide. 22 a day? Yeah. It's super. Wow. So um, I did not know that. It has to do with like PTSD and, and things like that. Um, I will say I've gotten lucky um, to have been able to have a support system and have, you know, obviously frenemies like you kind of right. care, care about me, you know? Yeah, you know. I, I, I keep telling, I, I always describe our friendship where, you know, from September to about January, we're not friends. That's, that's, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Although we did go out and like, I guess it was like November, December. No, our season were over, so it was definitely like January when we went out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I will say I gave you I gave you props for winning the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Like I was supporting you guys. I'll yeah. be to admit it. You know, I, I'm I'm the kind of guy that hey, if it's an NFC team, I'm going to support them, even if it's your shitty Eagles. Like that's the thing. Yeah, you 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 definitely want the NFC to win, um, and to a point. You can want the NFC East to win. It, it's still a hard sell. It's like something that you root for, but you don't say it out loud. You just put it in your head like, yeah, NFC East, they're the champions. We're the best division in football. Booyah. But you won't, like, tell other people, like, yeah, I'm rooting for the Cowboys or the Giants or the Redskins. Like, you just can't say those words out loud. No. I will like I was living in Philly when you guys won the uh, the Super Bowl, and right. I, I will say it was really cool seeing the entire city green. And then I was actually working that night. I was driving home, and I would see green fireworks the whole way home. I was like, "This is <laughs> cool." I'm not gonna lie. Right. Um, I, I feel like if you're gonna win a Super Bowl in any city, though, I feel like being in Philly, especially especially to be in Philly for the first one, like that's special. I feel like you know what I mean. I mean, it was special watching people flip over cars, jump off of roofs, um, yeah. fires. Uh, they ate poop. I think someone ate poop, didn't they? 
Uh, horse poop. It was horse yeah. Poop. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, Philly fans, you guys are nuts. Would you ever eat horse poop? I need to ask no. that right now. No, no. There is there is not a single thing in the world that would get me to put poop of any kind into my mouth. Zero. Yeah. All right. And that's on the record, field, folks. So next time yeah. the Eagles win the Super Bowl, which will probably be another like sixty-two years, <laughs> he will not I'm be. Thinking, I'm thinking. Well, I forget what I said. I got to write my stuff down. What I say on my podcast, um, because I can't remember if I said. I want to say three. I think I think Carson's going to have a good push, and if he can get his his footing, I think uh, he can make a real big push in the next three years. I would be because I would be shocked if if he got in this year or even next year. I don't think I would be too surprised if three years. I don't know why. I don't know if it's like a Aaron Rodgers mentality, like it took him a little bit to get there. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if that's what it is. Well, let's go right into it. So, do you think there's going to be a season this year? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't see why there wouldn't be. I would Did you be shocked choose today more. about the Hall of Fame game. No. Uh, what's what's the Hall of Fame game for football? Yeah, first game of the season already not happening. It was going to be Cowboys versus um, uh, Steelers, called off already today. Hmm. And whoever was going to the Hall of Fame this year is now pushed to next year. That's all canceled. Concerning? Not for me. I I I think. I mean, I feel like you would know probably better than I would because you're in the medical field. As a as a fan, and uh, I like to think I have a pretty decent business sense on things. I would be shocked if that this multi billion dollar uh, juggernaut of entertainment would just not move forward because the NFL. While I understand owners, um, players, maybe even because uh, you know the stadiums themselves, like you're going to lose money. But football is so just captivating, and it really is just – it's like the number one sport in this country, in the United States of America, the NFL. So uh, I just would be shocked if that this money-making machine would stop because I honestly think that these players will play in front of empty stadiums. These coaches will coach in front of empty stadiums. These owners will have their players play and coaches coach in empty stadiums before they vote to call it off in general. I'm, I'm kind of curious as to see what baseball comes to because I mean, they're, they're saying that they're going to start at July. Um, I, don't, I don't buy into baseball. I, I'm, I'm so over it, man. Like, if baseball can figure it out and they can keep cases down, then I think we'll have football. Right, uh, Absolutely. I, I, I think it's going to be like the testing rounds. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I hope there's football for our sake. That way, you know, I feel like every week you and I go back and forth for 17 weeks just talking shit. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's like we're, we're like uh, we're like the kids fighting over uh, mommy and daddy's affection, you know? <laughs> um, no, mommy's better. No, I want to live with daddy. If we're talking – and then and then on top of that, we're talking both regular football and then we're also talking our fantasy league too. Mm-hmm. You and I have been doing fantasy together now for 10 years. I don't know how long. I feel like this is the 10th year of fantasy. It's, it's something's coming up. I can't remember these models. You know, we have so many of these like traditions that keep popping up and dying down and popping back up again. 
unfortunately. Uh, you know, we have our Turkey Day football games, too. Uh, I don't remember the win-loss percentage on that or with the uh, – again, even the team ratios for that matter because that we keep switching that up where we – you know, we play the game still every every, every Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving morning. morning. Yeah. But we just uh, – we switch up pet players and uh, – Well, people sometimes have to work or, you know, they you – know. Yeah, you know, it's, and so it's kind of tough to keep remembering – uh, well, especially for me, because I have a horrible memory anyway. So fair. there's also that. There's fair. Yeah. Um, so I want to know, you're from Connecticut, right? Like you're born and raised? Uh, born in South Jersey. I uh, came okay. up here in 92. Um, yeah. I was just trying to figure out what made you a Dirty Eagles fan. So I guess it's the, the South Jersey thing. It's the South, South Jersey, buddy. At, uh, Even though New Jersey has two of their own football teams, you decided to go with a Pennsylvania team. Well, see, the thing is, though, is that everything – and I'm sure – I don't know how, how much you've spent in South Jersey. You ever been in South Jersey at all, really? Where boot camp was. Okay, so you remember a lot of Eagles stuff, I'm sure, right? Um, at Wawa's and stuff, yeah. Yeah, so everything in South Jersey is all Eagles. North Jersey is pretty much Jets. Yeah, that's that's pretty fair. I mean, that's usually how it goes. So up North Jersey, it's probably like seventy thirty between Jets and Giants. Yeah, and that and that thirty percent of Giant fans is that's like, you know, the Rutherford area. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah, the like area right North outside there. Yeah. Maybe even more North Jersey, like Berks County, maybe. Um, but fence. Yeah, I, New Jersey has two two of their own NFL teams, and you had to go yeah. for a Pennsylvania team. Yep, that's how that's how it is down there. You know, all my uh, I don't know what really. I mean, again, it's just it's just the way it, it happens. They weren't really good when you we, we were growing up. You know, it's no, riding a bandwagon like I was. <laughs> no, it's uh, I mean, they had a lot of great players though. I mean, because they had Carmichael and all of them. You know, Gerard Jaworski wasn't you know a horrible player. You know, they were just like they were always that team. And they've always been that team that can do it, but just for some reason, they just don't. So that's why it was just such an enigma when, like, all these pieces started fall- – I mean, first off, I mean, going back into, you know – I was thinking Michael Vick. You know, I mean, even – you can go back to even further with, like, the whole McNabb and Andy Reid. I mean, they got there so many times. They literally even got to the Super Bowl and then just had a meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get Chip Kelly, the destroyer, which everyone was like, oh, he's going to – Completely revolutionary, uh, revolutionized the way that uh, college coaches come into the NFL. I bought into him, and he ended up being like some crazy racist, and like that didn't help. Uh, uh, that didn't help them out at all. Philadelphia is all fifty-one percent black. <laughs> I mean, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, you're the the number one uh, wide receiver in the league. We'll cut you, you know, yeah. by Deshaun Jackson. Uh, number one running back in the league. We'll cut you, LaShawn uh, McCoy. It's like, what is going on? And I kept, I kept standing my ground, being like, no, he's got an evil master plan. And you know then I look, yeah, literally, I look back, you know, twelve years later, and I'm like, oh, sorry, no, he was just really racist. Like, ah, that was, yeah, that was, that was a mistake. So we get, you know, uh, Doug Peterson, who's coming from the Andy Reid tree. So it's like, okay, that's cool. I like that. Uh, Dougie Fresh used to play, used to coach a bit too. So I'm okay with what he's doing, yeah. You know, like it's a fresh start. First time head coach, and then he, him and Howie get the number two pick. They pick up Carson Wentz. It's like, oh, this could be interesting. 
And then in, what, three years' time, they're in the Super Bowl, but not under Carson Wentz. So even that's kind of like a, almost a, you know, there but not. Because there's people out there, like professional people, not, you know, lunatics like me, calling Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz the best duo in football. They're arguing that they're better – that duo of head coach and quarterback is better than Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. And that's real tough to argue, especially because Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid just came off a Super Bowl win. Right. You know? So that's a real big – That's a big excuse to yeah. You know? So – and that just puts on so much pressure to, I feel like, uh, Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. Not that I don't think they can handle it, but it just, it just puts you under that microscope once again, Philly's always under that microscope, and that's my biggest fear for Carson is that it's, he, he's going to be part of that Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, Kevin Cobb, uh, you know, all the – we had Garcia, uh, Jeff Garcia. You know, we had so many quarterbacks that did well, but they just didn't do enough, and they didn't stay too long either. So are you happy that you guys went and spent a second-round draft pick on a quarterback? Yes, I've been happy for that since I. So when I when I saw your text or tweet or whatever it was, right yeah, before as soon I went, as we went through, I, I tweeted both you and Lavalley, and I said, uh, "What is happening?" And I, 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 was, picture, I sent a picture of a dumpster and a fire. Yeah, I so I stayed up and watched the first round draft, and we got Jalen Rager, and I was like, "Okay, okay, that's not who I wanted." You know, everyone's been hollering about. Uh, why didn't you trade up? Why didn't you get CD Lamb? Why didn't you get blah blah blah? At the same time, we don't know if they tried trading up or anything like that. I'm gonna give Howie the benefit of the doubt. Howie really hasn't done a bad job. He really hasn't whiffed. Even if you took away that Super Bowl with 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 Nick Foles, there's really not a whole lot of players that the Eagles have just whiffed on, mm-hmm. in my opinion. No, nah, I can't. Yeah, swinging a miss. I can't. Yeah, I'll give you that. You guys have made through, like, whoever you guys picked up, they played. They played. They did well. They impacted the team. They did their job. Whether it was only for one year or ended up being two or three years, they did their job. Um, and what the biggest thing I like about Howie is that he's not, you know, kind of keep, I mean, because again, even when we had McNabb, we had, uh, what was his name? Pickin and, uh, not Macklin, but uh, or Matthews. Regardless, we well, have. going to come correct us in about five seconds. Don't worry. I know he's he's screaming right now at this thing. <laughs> um, but there was a lot of like uh, receivers that we had that just didn't do it, and a lot of people also forget too because you know they they go about talking about uh, Carson Wentz and you know Zach Ertz and like how they're such a good duo. Um, but people forget about L.J. Smith back in with Dominic McNabb. You know, they had a real good quarterback tight end duo there, too. See, I, I, I'm hesitant on that. I think the only reason that Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz are a good duo is because that's the only person he has left. Well, I mean, again, it's, it works and it wins no receivers and your running backs are all injured. I mean, you got Ertz, who's just a brick. You throw it in his direction, he's going to run 20 yards. Like, you know? So go. So going back to the whole Jalen Hurts thing. So Jalen Rager, I pull up his stats. I'm like, all right, dude's quick. Dude is fast. I like it. The biggest thing about Jalen Hurts, though, is that now I've I've talked about Jalen on my podcast. I watched him play in the. I couldn't. I don't remember what bowl it was. Now I'm I'm 
exhausted as hell doing this podcast with you right now anyway. So sorry if I forget some things. Oh, the quality is just going down the tube right now. <laughs> it, that's just me uh, trying to use a scapegoat as, as for uh, – I can't remember what it is. Blame it on the beater. In Narragansett. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the he played the bowl game. Uh, he filled in for Tua and, uh, you know, did fine. Uh, I don't mind – I didn't mind Jalen Hurts in college. And so that was always my thing. I kind of always scratched my head about him because I'm like, you know, again, this is someone who played in Alabama, played in Oklahoma, and for some reason nobody's talking about him. But all the other years, any other Alabama – or man, eh, not so much Alabama, but um, – Nick Saban or whatever, and coming out of Oklahoma, like the past three years or two years, three years that they had Oklahoma's had because uh, they had Kyler Murray, they had uh, Baker Mayfield, and I forget. Well, they didn't have anyone come out that the third. So the past two years, they had someone come out of Oklahoma, and then you know all the lights are on them for two years. And then here comes Jalen Hurts, and no one's talking about him. And I was like, I'm looking at his stats, I'm looking at his wins, I'm like. The dude can ball. He can do well. I'll support this dude. Dude can do it. He can do it. And then the Eagles pick him up, and I'm like, God damn it. Why did you have to pick him up? I wanted him to go to another team and turn them around. I didn't want him to come to our team to turn us around. I'm like, number one, I was like, you know what? I get it. Like, Wentz has an injury history. You need somebody there as a good backup. However, on the contrary, and as a Cowboys fan, I'm like, why would you waste a second-round draft pick? Get the fourth or fifth and, and bring him up under Wentz and let Wentz teach him. You think Hurts is going to listen to what Wentz has to say? He's going to be like, dude, you've been injured. Go have the bench. I got this. I'm also curious, though, because I, I'm really curious if uh, – I've spun this before. I said it on my podcast because they, they talked about when – they brought in Carson Wentz. They did not draft Carson Wentz as the number two quarterback in the league to start that year. They had no intentions of doing that. Every intention of having him sit behind Bradford, learn behind Bradford, and, um, you know, kind of switch out here and there, those kind of things. That's what, that was the plan. Bradford put on a hissy fit. He bounced, and he's now left. Yep. doing nothing now. So I wonder if this is – not so much of a restart so that like Carson Wentz is the Bradford and Jalen Hurts is the Carson Wentz. But it could be. I mean, it's like a contingency plan. If yeah. Carson Wentz balls out and he even brings them to a Super Bowl in three years, good. If, and if he doesn't win it, okay, maybe we give him another year. Maybe we have him compete with Jalen, and then maybe hopefully in two years or maybe the next year, Jalen brings them back to the Super Bowl, and then he brings them back. It's, it's almost like instead of using the same quarterback, because football is kind of turning into you can't – if you look at all the old-school quarterbacks, they're gone. You're not seeing quarterbacks besides Tom Brady and the, the other greats that were like Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. Eli, uh, Ben Roethlisberger's. You're not seeing these quarterbacks have repeat appearances in Super Bowls. So it almost seems like what's happening, what's going to be happening, I think, is that you're going to see more 
turnover of quarterbacks because quarterbacks are getting smarter. They want to go play the market. They want to play the free agency. They want, they don't care about bouncing around, especially if they're going to be making an extra 10, 15, $20 million guaranteed a year. So you think they're going to be more for like three to four year deals and that's it? Like a college career, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Five years tops. I think you're going to see a a quarterback start in one city. He'll get a, a one or two year extension tops. And then he's going to go somewhere else for, another four-year contract and then boom that's pretty much done that's 10 years so and if that's the way that this is actually going you know Carson's has a couple years in he's got what his fourth this is uh we're in 2020 so yeah drafted in 16 same as uh, your boy I mean, but on, on like our our situation was a little different because we had the plan of grooming Dak under Romo and then that came to an end at a game I was at uh, that the Eagles played. Right. Literally the entire crowd was yelling, kill Romo, kill Romo. And then all, of a sudden, all of a sudden, you guys sack him and break his clavicle, and I'm like, oh, great, awesome. Yeah. But we still ended up beating you, so there was that. So you got that. I remember, uh, I'll never forget, LaValle actually took me to an Eagles-Cowboys game. Uh, 2008 season, I want to say, maybe 2009. and. Uh, it was in December. Went to fit. We drove down Philly. Um, like I said, it was Eagles Cowboys. You know, I've saw the Eagles play. I think I've seen them play three times live. Twice, twice live. I saw them. Never saw Don McNabb play because the dude was always injured. Right. So you were there. You were there for backups then. I'm like, I'm trying to think. Of, you weren't there for Wentz, you know? No, no, no. That, so 2008. That was Jeff Garcia. Um, and Do then we have what's the name of the guy that butt fumbled? Mark Sanchez. Yeah, wasn't he one of you on your team for a hot minute? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure played on all NFC East teams. The other one, I, uh, the other game I went to was Eagles Patriots, and that was in Foxborough. Um, that was it was in high school, so that had to be like 2004, maybe even 2005. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't even remember who that was. It wasn't like Kevin Cobb, but it was it was something like Mike Kefka, maybe. Uh, I can't remember. It might have been Kefka. But anyway, so, uh, you know, we're at this game. It's great. You know, the Eagles are doing, doing their thing. They're fucking up the Cowboys. And it was also one of those situations where we needed, like, the Raiders to beat the Vikings and, like, the Niners to beat the Packers in order for us to play, because we played an 8 o'clock game. So in order for us to have a chance of – You needed the other two teams to both win. Yeah, yeah. Right. We needed, like, these two ter- certain teams to win, plus beat the Cowboys in order for us to get into the playoffs. It was, like, an impossible situation, but it happened, and it was glorious. And Lavalle, I remember when we left, we were driving back to Connecticut. He's like, I have never seen you look so evil <laughs> – and just be so mean to another human being just because they're wearing the blue and star. Like, they're wearing a Cowboys jersey, and you just – he's like, I don't even know who you are. And, you know, obviously people people uh, don't know LaValle and I by now. Uh, we've been best friends since third grade, 24 years, something like that. And he's – at that point, was like, I, I don't even know who you are anymore. Like, you are an evil, evil monster. Yeah, when I've gone – so I lived in Philly for four years, just recently. 
And all my friends down there knew that I was a Cowboys fan. But my jerseys collected dust for four years. I knew that if I wore them out in the city, I'd be shanked. Like, white boy, oh, yeah. I'd be like a target. So I'm like, nope. I've been to a couple games there, never wore anything Cowboys, never wore anything Eagles. I would go there in like a, a red shirt. I'm like, nope. who, So who, who told you to do that, though? Someone had to have told you. There are multiple people that said, hey, we kind of like you. Don't do this. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, because I can imagine you being all happy, like, hey there, Philly fan, do you like football? Why are you stabbing me? (laughs) The thing is, like, we were – the first time I went to the Eagles Stadium, we were in, like, the 300 level, and we were sitting up there, and they were – the Eagles fans were throwing beer at the Cowboys fans, right? Yeah. They're covered in beer. Security gets called, and they pull out the Cowboys fans who weren't doing anything wrong. They're like, you're you're being antagonized, we're going to kick you guys out. And I'm like – what sense does this make? <laughs> they, I feel like they just have to say that so that the other Eagles fans hear them say that, and then they really, in the back of like the halls of the stadium, they're like, hey, look, we just had to say that to get you out of there. We're actually saving you. We'll refund your tickets. Don't worry. You know, because you can't have a security guard be like, all right, you guys come with us for your own safety. Then the Eagles fans be like, what? Get the security guard. He's right? with them. He's one of them. Um. So – were you there for um, Veteran Stadium? When did they build the, the new stadium? So, with Veteran Stadiums, I, I didn't get to see an Eagles game. I saw – it was a Lincoln Financial is what I saw uh, the Eagles game at the Valley. Uh, I don't believe I saw an Eagles game at Vet, but I did see a Phillies game at Vet because at the time they used – it was like a, a double like Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, they used it for both. The only reason I asked that is because my friends from Philly told me that the Vet – had a jail located yes. in the stadium. So that way you would end up going to jail at the stadium. Cops didn't have to take you across town. You just stayed right mm-hmm. there in, in the jail. Yeah. Well, especially because, you know, because Philly is so dense. And especially during a game like – like the, the best thing about Philly is that you can have a baseball, football, hockey game all happening at the same time. My uncles did it at one yeah, point. I guess there's some like September or October where you could have all three. Yeah, or was it hockey or basketball? Basketball is not – oh, I guess it is there. Yeah, because they use the hockey arena. Right. So so maybe it was basketball then. But I remember my, my grandpa oh, – I'm sorry, my uncle. Two of my uncles, uh, I forget where he got the tickets for. But anyway, he ended up getting World Series tickets back in 09 when it was uh, Phillies and Yankees. And so he asked his brother, was like, hey, you, know, you want to go see a Phillies game? He's like, what do you mean? Like, the playoffs? He's like, yeah. I got tickets. He's like, oh, gee, hell yeah. As the, day, as the days get closer, he calls him up again. He's like, hey, Eagles are playing at night at home. Do you want to go to that game too? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I do. So they literally went to like a 1 o'clock baseball game for, the world, for this playoff game, which they lost that. I, I believe the Phillies lost. And then just walked, wait, across went, the lot. walked across the parking lot to go check out an Eagles game. Um, and uh, for a 4 o'clock game or 8 o'clock game, I think it was, and I know the Eagles won that one, but it was just like, what other city can you do that? So, so again, the point is, though, is when you have two stadiums so close to each other, you have cars coming in, cars coming out. You got some bad dudes doing some stupid, dumb things. You need to jail them up somewhere. And that somewhere is right there in the stadium, homie. Yep, they did it. I will say, I, w- I will give you credit. You just mentioned the parking lot there. That that was the best, the smartest thing that Philly could have do, done. They have the subway station go right into that parking lot. Yep. They have all three stadiums right there. It's all secured. Um, 
it, it's just a really good idea. That way, you know, like I look at Dallas and they have the Cowboy Stadium in Arlington, which is its own city. Right. And that's 20, 25 minutes from the where the Mavericks play. Right. Which is in downtown Dallas. And then I guess now they're putting the, the new Texas Stadium in there. But, I mean, it, it was really small to Philly to do that. And I'll give them props for that. Because, you know, having the subway right there, you don't have to drive. You just sit on the train. It's a mad rush to get in there once you're there. I felt like I was yeah. in the can because everybody's, like, packed in there. But, <laughs> Seriously. Uh, that was that was a good thing of, uh, that Philly did. So, yeah, the uh, St. Louis was like that too. Not as close as uh, you know St. Louis. They have those long blocks, and they, uh, but like their Anheuser Busch, whatever you say, the you know the baseball stadium for the Cardinals. Nope. And then uh, I want to say it's like three or four blocks up the street. You have uh, the hockey stadium for the Blues, and then not like maybe one or two blocks over is. Uh, was the uh, the Ram Stadium, mm-hmm. um, so that is kind of similar in the sense of like you know being close. Like I definitely agree. That's that's neat. It's really cool. It's honestly a shame that Foxborough couldn't be more in Boston. Foxborough is so far away from everything. Like when yeah. teams fly in, they fly into Providence. They don't even fly. Into I know. Boston. Could you imagine though how cool that would be if Foxborough, if like the Patriots actually played in mother freaking. Boston, like that would be cool. If they wanted to put it where Fenway is, they'd have to like demolish like half of Boston University. Like it's right there. I'm I'm pretty sure Boston would vote for it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think they'd vote for it if Tom Brady was still there. Oh yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. true. Now they're probably like, "Yeah, screw it," you know. (laughs) I wonder. I want to see the decline. Uh, I I wonder how long until the decline of like ticket sales and attendance. I, I think it'll be at least two or three years that they're going to start going down. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of glad that um, that New England's going through this. So that way people that were like our age know what it's like when they actually sucked. I right. Because I remember when they sucked. Yeah. But, well, yeah, because when we were younger, everyone always talked about the Cowboys. Like, the, you know, the Cowboys, the Niners, the Dolphins, you know, because they were great, but they didn't do it, you know. Um, I mean, that's why I became a Cowboys fan. I'm like, yep, I'm going to pick that team. And uh didn't really work out for me too well. Right, so. right. Yeah. You have so, a lot more years ahead of you for that too, buddy. I got news for you. Yeah, this is true. So let's get off of football for a bit. You guys talk a lot of movies about on the Richo and Lala show. I feel yes. like – And I am not a movie guy. I can't you don't watch movies, movies, which I think is weird. I, I, do you have any idea how excited I am? For I don't even care if COVID is here. If it's not, as soon as a movie theater opens, I'm in there. I don't care. I'm wearing my mask. I'm having my popcorn. I'm going to put a dome over the popcorn, and I'll get a big mega fat straw so I can suck out the popcorn or something so that it doesn't touch the air. I cannot wait to get into a movie theater again. I'm trying to think of the last time I went to the movie theater and saw a movie. It might have been Dunkirk. But I could oh, you saw that in theaters. I saw that in IMAX actually. That's oh, I was okay. like, you know I'm gonna spend the extra couple bucks. I'm going to IMAX to go see it. Wasn't worth it, but I went and did it. It wasn't uh, worth it. Oh, the act. What do you mean? Oh, okay. Where'd you go? I, this is in Philly. Oh, yeah. Um, so oh, you know what? You said Dunkirk. I was thinking 1917 or whatever that movie was. No, I didn't see that one. Um, no, I was, I, this is Dunkirk. So this is going back. What, 
Because I, I've told you before, because you that's the one thing you do watch is like army movies, and I don't watch army movies. Oh, yeah, I'll watch all war movies, um, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm try- I can't – that might be the last time I went to the movies. My wife would probably know more than I do. She goes to the movies all the time. She, you should have her on the podcast and talk movies. But um, I want to see a podcast of you two. On, I, I want you to have her on your podcast, like Drinks with Dan with my wife. And I want you guys to get hammered, like do like three shots in a row. And then just see what happens with this podcast. Except oh, for if you start like making out and stuff, and no. then you got to turn it off. You know what I mean? No, it would it would be awful. Uh, I I tried to get her on it, and she's like, "Yeah, no, nothing about this sounds entertaining at all." And I was like, "No, it would be entertaining for you. It'd be entertaining for everybody else." Literally, I just want I just want to listen to her just like yell at you or something. You know? You didn't fold your clothes the right way. You didn't yeah. fold your towel. Like, oh, it would be awful. It'd exactly. Be- um, so my question for you is, what is the best movie of all time for Richo? Oh, that's so... At, like, number one movie. Doesn't have to be Marvel, DC. I know you guys always go back and forth. I don't care. <laughs> you have to go and watch one, not even not even one movie. You, you have to go and, and, and watch a movie, and, and what is it going to be? All time. Man, that's a good one, man. I, I honestly don't know. I don't know what my number one movie is. Um, oh, while you're thinking about that, I remember the last time I was at the movies, it was for Joker. I went and saw Joker in theaters. Oh, you saw it in theaters? Okay. Okay. I wanted to, but I, I ended up renting it. Um, Still know, worth the rent. On demand. Worth it? Oh, for worth the rent, yeah. yeah oh, sure. yeah, yeah. Oh, it was great. Uh, man, best movie of all time. I know, right? I'm gonna say American Pie, the first one. So you're going with a, a slapstick comedy for your slapstick number one comedy, old school. Uh, probably what like the first movie I saw that had boobs in it. Uh, also had Blink One Eighty Two in it, so you know, obviously a huge home run for me. I remember watching it on cassette on my wood panel TV in my room. Yep. You had yep. to dial the number to three to watch it on VHS. Yep. Uh, and rewind. Yep. Oh, uh, yep. Um, see, I think um, the best movie of all times, it's definitely got to be with Hanks. I'm probably going to go, um, what is the, um, Forrest Gump. I was going to say Forrest Gump. It's it has be- a little war in it. Is that why? I think it just epitomizes the 1960s in America. Okay. It does the entire decade in like two hours and it had a great story. I feel like it's like the American story. You know, you, you, you go and knock up somebody who's got an STD. She's got AIDS dies. You're like, it's, it's the perfect American story. Right. Right. So that was my question for you. Cause you guys talk movies all the time. And I, I I'm like hitting the fast forward button on the podcast. I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know. You what know they're talking I about. try. I, I, the past couple of, like this this one coming up we're not going to be talking uh movies unless he brings it up we won't be um but uh but yeah i know i, I try to get us off that i try to do a little a little bit of uh like a little political sprinkle just to get him all frazzled up you know get his all feathers all up and he's like ah, this is outrageous like i like to get him going obviously um then i like to throw some entertainment in there which is usually again to ruffle his feathers when i say something outrageous like Marvel is so good, and DC still doesn't know what the hell they're doing. And then, um, then I usually round it out with like some sort of 
you know, either a personal thing or, you know, just something I see on social media, you know? Yeah. The goal is still the same. The goal is always to razzle up and frazzle up the valley. That's all I care about. Well, there's always plenty of political news in this day and age. Um, well, now yeah. I don't even want to talk to him about politics because he, he just stands on his soapbox forever. And I'm like, okay, uh, come, come down. Come down now. Come <laughs> well, down. He, he needs a soapbox uh, like at baseline because he's so short anyway. You know? that so, is, yes, that is true. Or heels. I think his calves would really pop with the heels. You know, he, he could use some heels, some like bright red ones, you know, like the, the four inchers. He could pull it off too. Absolutely. Get those little diamond shaped calves popping. I wonder if we could get him to put on a wig too. I bet he would look good as a girl. I'm not even going to lie. I bet he would be a cute girl. Have you seen his sister? Uh, same thing. It's been a while. They all look the same. Yeah, it's been a while. Megan, Paul, LaValle, <laughs> Matthew, they all look the same. Uh, Ace is starting to look like him now. Oh, God. Uh, poor dog. <laughs> we, we, need to ask, uh, we, need to have, we need to ask producer Ace how he feels about him being a big brother now. Because now that that cat's out of the bag. That's our, he's going to be hanging out more with me. I got news for you. They're, not even, they're both not even going to notice him. That's going to end up being my dog. He's, he's not, I'm not even going to have to take him. They're not even going to offer. I'm going to literally hear a little knock, knock, knock at my front door, and I'm going to be like, producer Ace Dog, what are you doing here? <laughs> and he's just going to walk in and be like, yeah, man. And I'm like, here's a Gansett. Calm down. Come sit with me. Come and here. He, he's going to be my dog. He's, he's going to be my dog. And he's going to be named Ace O. Ace-O. <laughs> Rich That's O and Ace-O. Yep. That's it. That's yep. it. It's going to be weird that he responds to that, you know, because it's so similar to his name. It's, it's crazy. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And um, all that really matters is if I'm dancing with uh, Skippy Peanut Butter covering, you know, all about me, uh, you know, my nether regions, he'll be here. You know, that reminds me of something. I'm pretty sure this is a true story, but I can't confirm it. In high oh, school, God. we had a girl who put peanut butter on her vagina and had the dog lick it off to get off. That's freaking weird. I got scared when you said this reminds me of a story. And I thought it was going to be about peanut butter and me because I have a lot of stories and I don't remember all of them. So no. I don't remember putting peanut butter on me at any point in high school. So I think you're clear. No, and I'm, I'm you pretty sure you don't have a vagina, but we don't really know. Well, you know what? It is 2020. I can have whatever I want. I mean, demographically, it could be you. you know, but <laughs> you're out there. Um, oh, so we just brought up LaValle and we talked about him being a dad. Let, oh, let's end it like this. You are a father of two kids, two boys. Two boys. Yeah. So what advice do you have to LaValle about being a dad? Have one kid. <laughs> just, just I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what Emily says. You get that penis snip. Just snip off the whole thing. You don't even need it anymore at this point. Just get rid of it. It's useless. Just get rid of it. Have a little nubby nub. Okay, so that's your first rule is to get rid of it. What uh, other honestly, I mean, it's, 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 it's really just um, – I mean, I feel like any parent will say, like, you know, just be patient. And, but it's, it's a tough thing to do in the moment anyway. Um, just uh, – I don't know, man. Like, it's just really just be patient, have fun, have fun with them, you know, especially when they're so little. like. It's, it's so weird because, like, the first, like, year or two, everyone, I feel like, parents, I feel like, anyway, especially nowadays, younger parents or the new generation of parents, 
they make everything about the kid. Um, and I don't necessarily think you need to as insensitive as that sounds. I, I mean that in the sense of like uh, materialistic things, like when your child is first born, they don't know or care about anything except for food and a dry diaper and sleep. That's all they care about for the first year. You can even argue two years, you know, I could wrap a rock for my kids for their birthday for probably the first three years of their lives. And they would, they would be so pumped that dad got them a rock. Now, now it's, I want the Paw Patrol tower. Now I want, you know, they're four, they're uh, five and four. They just turned five and four. Now it's, I want a new truck. I'm like, dude, you just got eight trucks for your birthday. Plus, I just gave you six Paw Patrol dogs with their little Paw Patrol patrolling cars. Plus, you have a bin full of 50 cars. Like, relax. No. How about that? You're welcome. How about I give you a rock again? You want the rock? Let's have the rock. <laughs> but, like, you know, so, like, so I say that because, like, you know, when they're younger, when they're like, under a year, when they're a year, when they're two, enjoy those times and just have fun with them because they don't care about the material stuff. They don't care about anything except for looking at you and just playing with you and just being around you, sleeping on you. That's what I I feel like, in my opinion, most kids do. And so I think being in that moment is what's most important. And I think that honestly that that's helped me out with my boys too. That is some great advice because you can't ask me because I got no kids. So stay that way. <laughs> Save yourself. We're all doomed. All right. I think we should end it here, huh? That's a pretty that good spot. I mean, it's your podcast. You end it wherever you want to end it. I mean, it's been an hour and, you know, <laughs> you got to get your beauty sleep because clearly you look uh, good. Um, uh, so. I know. You like this? It, it's, it's, it's fresh. People can't see it. You, you can't forget. Like, I'm clean shaven. Yeah, uh, everything's clean shaven. By by the way, he's showing like, me everything right now. Everything. Nipples. All, all three of my out. testicles are out. By the he way, just, is that is that Rick weird? Just turned around, moon me. It's all gone. Well, you. To be fair, you told me this was going to be a medical exam through Zoom. So with you being I, a nurse, yeah. I, I forgot to lube for the prostate. So we'll just visualize it, but it looks good. That's yeah. nah, just like it's at any other uh, Tuesday night. So yeah, I, I gave you the beer beforehand, so it, lubed, it loosened you up a little bit. You're a smart favorite Merce. <laughs> Richo, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, even though I, I honestly, I don't do too much on Twitter. I'm sorry to say. I'm trying to get better, I promise. Uh, it, the name is at I am son Richo. All one words. I can't spell it out for you, sorry. It's the same thing on Instagram. I am son Richo, S-O-N Richo. Not the um, thing in the sky. The not the sun out. in the sky. Sun like little baby. Yep. And then you got two podcasts. Yep. I got uh, the uh, my Richo's rant. Um, and I also have the Richo and Lala podcast, both featured here on the Sideline Network. And then in addition to that, we always got La Valley Sports Talk Radio on Fridays. And that's what we got for you guys. So. Thanks again for having me, Dan. I really appreciate it. It's only taken a year, so hopefully I'll be on like that. I'm going to mark my calendar so that this could be like our week that we do with this. That's fair. I mean, it's before football season, so it's all fair. You know, it's very right. important. It's, you know, yep. should, very you know important. what we should do? To mess with everybody, we should do another one of these like middle of November. Ooh. I, I think that that will be good. How about this? The week before our Thanksgiving game, so that way we're really talking shit. 
Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, because both our teams will be like three and three or four and four anyway. So, you know, it's just all going to be a crapshoot. Just shoot it wherever you can. Hope that it gets in the mouth. Yep. So that's what we're going to do. Come find us in a few months. We'll be not so friendly. So yes. that's going to be this week's edition of Drinks with Dan. Thanks for listening to us, and we'll catch you all next time.